America's small caffeinated mom is here. How did we get here? Rhonda, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, James. Happy Easter to you and the team. And happy Easter to you, Rhonda. Rhonda, Thank I saw you. a documentary. I saw a documentary last night. I was half asleep doing it, uh, watching it, but I saw most of it. And it was about the prairie land and, oh. uh, of, of, of the United States of America and how they're introducing all these kind of different wildlife back into, into uh, the prairie, the, uh, the, the foxes and the bisons and all this good stuff. It was kind of amazing. And I thought about you because they showed some scenes of the farmland out there. And it is beautiful beyond compare. It is just absolutely stunningly beautiful. And you you send me pictures time to time oh. from from and I really enjoy those pictures that you send me from life in the uh mm. in, in 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 USA in real USA. So I just wanted to say thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Um I did grow up on the prairie actually. Uh the Kansas prairie to be exact. Uh, my my grandfather, my great grandfather, came to the prairie in a covered wagon as an infant. So my roots on the Kansas prairie are very deep. Um, that prairie has a very stark beauty. Uh, my people were wheat farmers, and so there's nothing like a Kansas wheat field that has turned gold in the summer sun. And of course, there's always the wind. So it looks like a sea of golden waves, the waves of golden grain, you know. I lived there. It's a, it's a stark beauty that is specific um, to, that, to that part of the country, yes. So now we live in cornfield country, and that has its own beauty. So I'm glad you're enjoying the pictures. I, I like sending you little snippets of, of what life is like here. Right, so you have an essay this week, Rhonda. What's up? Yes, I do. Um, I oh, the state of the country is always on my mind. It's never off of my mind. I, as you know, our, as our listeners know, the ones that have followed us, my husband and I have four sons, and uh, I carry a very fierce maternal and protective love. Uh, when I was growing up on the prairie, actually. I would daydream about what my life would be like when I grew up, and I would imagine myself having a nice, even mix of boys and girls. <laughs> well, that was a daydream because I didn't get a nice, even mix. It's not even at all, but it's been very nice. And if anybody in my life has taught me about the power of prayer and the need for prayer, it has been my son's. Uh, back at Thanksgiving time, you and I sat down and we talked about my oldest son's journey into the world of drug addiction. He ended up being homeless three three years ago right now. He was on the streets. Um, we had very limited contact with him. He was in dire straits. Well, this last Christmas, as you know, uh, he and all of his brothers came home. Our four sons are in four different states, and they were all home for two weeks at Christmas, and it was like, you know, the Egyptian locust that descended and just swept through my pantry. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it. But one of those, well, both Sundays, we had the beautiful privilege of going to church together. I could look down the row, and there were my sons singing and worshiping God. And after one of those services, that oldest son of mine, who had taken us to hell and back, he was talking a little bit about his story to one of the other parishioners, and this is what came out of his mouth. He said, I called my mom one day, and I was mad, and I said, are you praying against me? Because at the time, he was, well, he told me once, I worked very hard at not working. 
In other words, he would try to come up with these shady deals and schemes that were outside the law. And every time he would get one set up, it looked like it was going to go through. Something would come up and it would fall through. And it had happened again. And he just felt in his heart that mother was praying against him. That's how he thought of it. Well, we laughed, but it reminded me of an important lesson he, his journey taught me, and that was the power of prayer, and that even all those years when it looked like the hand of God was not moving, that God was not doing anything, he was, it was exactly the opposite. He was all over our son's journey, and I was just so grateful. The other, the other thing I wanted to share with you is that during that time uh, of his journey into drug addiction, uh, he had gone away to an earlier a program earlier in his journey for like seven months. He came home, and we, wa- we began to see him sliding back down, and we were alarmed. He was getting back in with the old friends. And so one day when I was out running down our country road, I was praying, and I was saying, God, please send him good friends. And the Almighty stopped me cold on the road that day. And he said, very quietly, it doesn't work like that. He has to want that kind. And I thought, but of course, none of us do anything we don't want to do. So immediately I began praying. Um, uh, It comes from the book of Philippians chapter two, verse 13, for it is God that works in you to help you to will and then to do of his good pleasure. It was a light bulb moment and it changed forever. The way I pray for him, the way I pray for myself, the way I pray for many other people. And I said, okay, Lord, change his desires. Give him good desires because I know when he wants the right thing, he will do the right thing. And now years later, here is my son standing in a church telling someone else uh, how God had worked in his life. He He is a brand new man. So I tell that to encourage our listeners, and James, all the love and maternal uh, fierceness and tenderness and compassion that I feel for my sons is what I feel for this country and for my people. I cannot explain it any better than that. I have that love for my country. And so when I pray for my sons, I have the same desires for the people in this country. I pray that my sons will have an extraordinary hunger for God and his word, because then they will live good and right and noble lives. I pray that they will have an uncommon love for other people. Can you imagine our fam- a family who has an uncommon love for other people? Um, that spreading like ripples and a country coming to have an uncommon love for other people, it would transform us. I pray for the boys' faith. I pray for the faith of those in my country. I pray when I pray for my son specifically, I pray for the right women to come along. But you know what? I don't stop there and I ask God to make them the right men. How I long for that for my country, that we will be the right men and women, that we won't wait for the people around us to change, but we will be those people. And James, before I forget to tell you, this morning when I woke up and I was going through show prep in my head, I prayed for you and your team by name. You have all endeared yourselves to me. Avery, Diego, Camelia, uh, Derek, Mark Stein, Princess Diana, you, Lisa, Michelle, all the people that work so hard for your endeavor. I prayed for them. Yes, I want and Scott don't forget too. Scott. He needs prayers, and too. Scott, after that, yes, I did. <laughs> after that dog story today, I don't know, you know. 
I did. I did pray for Scott and Bob. I just love hearing their voices. But I prayed for the voices, purpose, and direction, because they were made to do something of value in this world, and I want them to find it and to do it. And I want that for all of my fellow citizens. Well, we so appreciate you, Rhonda. We love you, and thank you for that. I want to just say some of the things you're saying reminds me that we need to thank Glenn Beck, who was on this show on Wednesday. And Glenn brought the house. Yes. You know, Glenn talked about these things, too, in his own way, and the way that is uniquely his own. And he talked about America being a nation that has to deserve the grace of God and that we need to actually align ourselves back in order for us to be the finest nation. It was very, very powerful and very moving. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for bringing that up. I wanted to mention how much I appreciated that. And he was exactly right when he said, God is not on our side. We are on God's side. And it is for that I pray. We need to be. Yep. Yes. And when I ask God to bless America, it is not so that we can sit and get fat and drunken off of our many blessings. It is so that we can be a channel of blessing to the world. That's what I want. And I'll tell you this, too. Just That's on what side, m- many of us want. I hope mm-hmm. so. I feel a kinship with your mother and with Russia's mother because we have all three raised sons. And I'm sure wow. that those other two mothers were praying mothers as well. And I just reflect. My mother prayed moment. for me every day of her life. See, I love My your mother, mother prayed already. For me every day of her life and her children. That's what she did. And she told us that. Up until the end, mm-hmm. you know what? And and thank God, I had a mom that was just like I said. My mom was a saint, and I, I and I her can't prayers. Another way, that's the way I look. Oh, her prayers. Um, but my grandmother I, too. You know what, Rhonda? Let me just say this, and uh, then we got to go because Rhonda, yeah. I had a grandmother. My 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 grandmothers were both amazing, but my my paternal grandmother, we called her Big Mama. My grandmother. When I would go to stay with her up in Buffalo, New York, um, when we had, like, Easter break, I remember being up there at Easter time or in the summer I would go up and hang out with my grandma. And my grandmother would be up at 4.30 in the morning, and I would wake up. You know, I was a teenager then, a young teenager. And I would wake up and get out of bed and go and look, and my grandmother was on her knees praying and would be in on her knees praying for her family and for everyone at 4.30 in the morning. And, I mean, I'm telling you, and I would say wow. an hour later, and my grandmother was still praying. Mm. And it was, and to this day, that image stays with me of of my grandmother on her knees asking. And, I, and in fact, I told this to one of my first cousins. I think that whatever successes my family has had as a family, are in large part due to the prayers of my my grandmother. You know, you you have Rhonda, a rich legacy. Oh, beautiful. Thank you, Rhonda. Yes, thank you so much, James. We, we appreciate you and we love you. Happy Easter, I love Rhonda. You too. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. James Golden, aka Snurley. Your telephone calls coming up. WABC. Arm she fell as her hair came down from 
Get the sun.